Hey ladies, are you longing for a refreshing? Do you feel drained and lost in your role as a woman, wife, and mother? This is the Dream on Moms podcast, and we're here to help you thrive and raise the next generation of world changers. We're here to encourage you that the Lord has more for you, and he wants you to be victorious as a mother. Remember, you're not alone on an island as a mother. Surround yourself with mentors and those in your beautiful stage of motherhood. Breathe and listen to Jesus. Hi, welcome to Do Moms. I'm Hannah. My co-host tonight is Ashley. We're so glad you've joined us as we discuss this always intriguing, never changing, yet morphing into different stages of life after marriage and motherhood, becoming a mom. So not that your children have grown up and you're no longer rearing them, but just the changes. And so we just have some candid items we want to talk about tonight. Uh, a few anecdotal stories, and to encourage you that you probably feel the way the majority of women feel, Mm -hmm. but it's not something you have to live in and stay in. Because remember, we know for sure that we are not living life on pause, and we are raising the next generation of world changers. So we are here to encourage each other, because this is a topic that always can kind of leave you dreary, if you think about it too much, when when you start to miss things, maybe how they used to be, but then you have to remind yourself that this was a dream you had mm-hmm. to have this life. That's true. Absolutely. So I think I love what we're talking about tonight. So tonight it's kind of a broad topic. Yeah. We're talking about what changes after you have kids, both within your marriage, <laughs> both for you personally, right. intimately, and spiritually. And so this is something that I think it touches mm-hmm. each and every one of us as women right. in similar ways, but also very different right. ways because we're all unique creatures, right? right? We all have our own journey, our own right. path, and our own story to share. Right. And so when I think about this topic, I think mm-hmm. I kind of just think about that first time you're expecting, <laughs> right? I mean, Your first baby. Yes, whether you were planning to have that baby, yeah. whether you were trying for a long time, right. or whether it was a complete shock and complete surprise. Right. I think there's always that nervous anticipation mm-hmm. for every first time mom. Mm-hmm. You have that sweet little baby growing inside of you for nine months. You go through all those phases and stages of pregnancy, Golly. which and is a hormonal big, changes, which is a big change Ooh. in itself, yes. right? Your body is changing. Yes. You're feel like you're losing your mind mm-hmm. at times. I remember feeling like my body was taken over by an alien. Yeah. Like I am no longer in charge of me. Right. I don't control when I sleep, when I eat. How I feel, if I can stand, if I can fit into my shoes, or if my feet are going to be too swollen. Like everything has changed. Right. And I remember kind of thinking, I knew, you know, it would be an adjustment when I had the baby, Mm -hmm. but I remember thinking, well, things will go back to normal when I'm no longer (laughs) pregnant. And how wrong I was that motherhood is an ever changing journey. And so we're just going to kind of reflect, Hannah and I, tonight on some changes maybe that we went through. Mm and just kind of share them with you. And our hope and our prayer is that it just gets you to maybe reflect on maybe good, bad, or indifferent ways that motherhood has changed you right. and maybe stir some things inside of you that maybe you need to bring to the Lord right. to deal I'm with. I'm so glad you said that. Yeah. And also stir that maybe you need to have this thankful moment in your life again. Absolutely. You know, so changes that you might need to make, but thankfulness, or just like, wow, you actually achieved this dream. You and the Lord achieved whatever it was, being married, having a child, or where you're at in your life. Like, sometimes I think we just need to almost pat ourselves on the back. That's right. Say, hey, thanks, God. Like, we did it. 
Yes. 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 <laughs> so my first thought was, I didn't realize, and I heard people say this, mm -hmm. but you don't know until you're actually in the trenches. You can't train to be a mom. Okay? You, you, you can read a ton of books, but it's still not actual battle life. And I realized how selfish I was. Mm -hmm. I wanted to go to bed when I wanted to go to bed. I wanted to wake up when I wanted to wake up. Um, I wanted to just literally have whatever day schedule I wanted to have. Mm -hmm. And that is not possible with somebody whose life depends on you. Right. That right. was a shocker. Yeah. <laughs> I think your priorities in that, I think at yes. first it's like a, like a shock to mm -hmm. your whole system. But then in resolving that, mm -hmm. your whole priorities shift yeah. and change yeah, as do. a mom. And I think yes. at first there's a little bit of resistance. Mm -hmm. At least I think there was for me and maybe mm -hmm. for you too. And maybe for oh, most yeah. of us, that's natural. Some like yucky feelings. Like, I don't want to have to compromise on my sleep. Right. Like I knew that babies don't <laughs> sleep, but I didn't know that it was going to affect me as my much as it did. Yes. My baby. Yes. You know. I don't want to compromise <laughs> on putting you first all the time. Can I have like twenty five percent of the time? I mean, there is there's some resistance at first, but then I think as we mature in that role, yes. we settle into it, and I think eventually yes. our hearts change, and the Lord I think is a big part of that, yes. and we want to put our children yes. first, and maybe a little too often, even. Yes, yeah. which actually jumps right into another thought I had was that that process of. You know, you're married, okay, if you're married before you have your children, and it's you and your husband. Like, you know, hopefully in an ideal world, you're best buds. You do a ton of stuff together. You have maybe some similar hobbies. Um, you love the Lord and ministry, different ways that you're supporting each other. And then you have that child, and that all gets pushed to the side. That's true. And that isn't often, I don't think, a topic people say to new moms or to mm -hmm. be moms. Like, your marriage is really going to be affected. And it's your job, it's not really your husband's job because he doesn't know your feelings of putting that kid first over everything. Right. He can't, he just physically can't understand that because he didn't birth them. Mm -hmm. So that was another shocker because I went from my best buddy to just kind of being like, hey, talk to you later, the baby needs me. Right. And that's, or as you put you on an island. Yeah. As soon as he comes in the door, just handing the baby to him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tried that too. That's not Love working. a break. <laughs> How about you? Yeah. What was the thought that came to you? Um, as far as changing? Yeah. Um, so one thing that came mm -hmm. to me was my idea of fun changed oh, when I this. became a mom. I just think my idea of what would be a fun night out, you know? <laughs> like if it was like Friday night and I yeah. had a babysitter yeah. and I could do anything in the world, it might be a little bit different than it was when I was 20 years old and I didn't have any children yet. When I was 20 years old, I probably wanted to stay out late. I wanted to right. go hang out with a big right. group of people. Right. Um, right. And probably my fiance, now husband, would be included yeah. in that group. Yes. You know, but now I enjoy doing things. Like me and my husband just got back from a beautiful 10 year yes. anniversary trip. But honestly, I love solitude. Yeah. And that doesn't necessarily mean me alone, but like right. me and my husband. Let's just like escape from mm -hmm. crowds. Mm -hmm. Let's go on a walk around the lake. Mm -hmm. Let's go to a place where we can just kind of be alone mm -hmm. and have peace and quiet. Let's still go to bed. Peace and quiet. Let's yeah. still go to bed by 10 o'clock. Yeah, we can right. get a good night's sleep. Right. Let's sleep in. Let's have some really good coffee right. in the morning. I mean, that would now be my idea of fun. Right. Yeah. Right. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> yeah. And I think, you know, mm -hmm. you see those funny movies where the parents 
they get the babysitter and then they just like sit on the couch and eat pizza and so change beautiful. the channels on the TV. But it's really the case. Like you just yeah. want to be mindless sometimes. That's true. Where before you didn't, you needed all yeah. that human interaction, and now you're needed so much that you don't want that. Interaction. You're constantly stimulated. I think when you yes. have children, you're going from this to that, yes. from this to that, and sometimes you just need that. Yeah, that unwinding. Yeah, yeah. That was good. Okay, how about what's your next one? Um. So something that another thing that changed for me, I would say. We talked about our priorities, mm-hmm. which is one thing I thought of, but another thing was just my body mm-hmm. in general. And being being okay with that or recognizing, and this is still something if I'm honest I'm working mm-hmm. on, mm-hmm. recognizing that maybe my body has changed, yeah. that I don't have the same metabolism that I yeah. had. I used to be able to eat a lot of whatever I wanted <laughs> and be a size two. And literally, I was, and literally, I'm not anymore. And so, and I always say to my husband, I get so frustrated. I say, I eat so healthy. Like, I'm so much more healthy than I was when I was 20 years old. And he's like, yeah. And he's very gentle about it. And, like, I asked for his opinion. He said, but you don't exercise, like, consistently. Like, you do it and you stop. You do it. I'm like, because I hate it. Yeah. I'm like, I used to not have to. And he's like, yeah. You're not 20 anymore. I'm right. like, I know, but I want my 20-year-old body back. So and I think that's right. a th- you know a right. change that a lot of us go through as women. Right. And it's something that I think we all deal with. And mm-hmm. I don't have all the answers to that. But mm-hmm. I do know that I have to accept the fact right. that I'm not the same. And I can't do the same things. If I want a certain result, I right. can't do the same things after kids no. yeah. that I did before right. kids. Because my hormones has changed and it's just a different ball game. That's such a good point yeah. because mm-hmm. we talk about it. I think as women, like we'll make yeah. jokes. Oh, I had to go buy new pants, or yeah. oh, I shouldn't eat that bag of chips last night. You know, yeah. like we joke about it because we want someone to say, "No big deal." Right. Me we want too. that validation. I understand. But then <laughs> yes. if someone doesn't say it back, then you feel like a real heel. It's like crickets. Yeah. yeah, and then you're like, "Well, I should never talk about this." Like, but this is a real. Mm-hmm. Um, fact in my life right Right. now and you know I don't know I don't somebody who who listens to this please tell us like if you have come to identify and be completely um secure yeah and the changes that have happened for you if you went from a size two to Mm -hmm. I don't know a size 12 whatever you want to say like what did you do right what does that sound like to you like what do you have that goes through your head and how do you shut off right and I I will say and I should add this in because my husband's probably listening in the other room he listens to everything yes he does he does (laughs) and I should clarify that he has in no way ever expressed any dissatisfaction in fact he'll always say I like that you're more curvy now that we got married (laughs) you were too thin then and you know but it's just a personal preference of mine and I'll say I'll just you know because he's my husband. He's my best friend. You right. know, I'll just voice my my frustration. Like, right. I just wish I was more toned. Well, there's like one way to get toned, Ashley. You have to work out. I'm like, I know. <laughs> so, that's good though. Yeah. He's the voice of yeah. reality. And voice of reason. But he's not a voice of condemnation. Right. But I say that to say that, ladies, most of the time we see things that I think our yeah. husbands don't see. Right. At right. All. Especially if yeah. you're, like, if your mm-hmm. character is blooming, yes. growing, th- trying to thrive. Right. We all go through seasons, but right. that's what they are looking at. And really, like, I would I say, my heart to my husband still. That's all he really cares right. about. Mm-hmm. If my heart is turned off, then obviously. Right. That's really when it gets Right. Bad. Like, maybe you have, your body has 
changed and you might look in the mirror and be like wow like I'm so much bigger now than I used to be and your husband might look at you and say wow she's like more curvier than she used to be and so your husband probably doesn't see the flaws right or the things that you think are flaws. we always see as flaws yeah Yeah. that is so good Mm -hmm. I love the vulnerability so I've been thinking too on real life sets in Mm -hmm. I'm married yeah, it gets real. You share space, mm-hmm. but you can still um, not be, usually, you're not pulled on and needed all the time to the extent that you are with children, especially okay. young kids. Yeah. So, like, you're working out your relationship with your husband. That's real. But when you add that outside stress of a kid, like, that's real life. Mm-hmm. And it's it's um, life-shattering sometimes. And sometimes it can be beautiful. Uh, and then sometimes it can just be really startling depending I think on the person I was thinking about it You know if I had been 10 years older when I got married I had been um, Waiting to have you know this child for so long. I think my whole perspective would mm-hmm. be different yeah. versus being 10 years younger like I was and Having children like I hadn't waited forever. I hadn't hoped my yeah. hope hadn't been so strong sure. for that And so I think just thinking like I think about that of friends that I have who have walked out a lot longer process to be where they are now with this dream mm-hmm. of a family mm-hmm. and they don't really seem like like it's anything but a dream like mm-hmm. they just like it's beautiful and I'm like why yeah. don't I always feel that way yeah. so that's real life to me mm-hmm. like just knowing this yeah. is the truth and it's okay but I can't keep hoping for what I used to have yeah I can't keep hoping because that's not real life and you Anymore. never go backwards I will never go back can't go backwards right yeah that's a funny thought. I think that's yeah. good. And, you know, this kind of goes into other topics mm-hmm. that we've talked about before. Like, we've talked a lot in, you know, past um, videos or past podcasts mm-hmm. about your identity as a mom. Yeah. And that is something that definitely changes. Right. And I know I've right. said before that, for me, it took me a long time to realize that being a mom was not separate from who I was, <laughs> and it did not take away yeah. from who I was, but it yeah. complemented it. Right. For a long time, I saw myself as two people. Mm-hmm. There was the Ashley before kids, and yeah. there was the Ashley yeah. with kids. Yeah. And it took me yeah. a long time to see that God made me a mother, right. and that didn't take away right. from anything I already right. was, but it just made it so much more. Right. So much more abundant. Mm-hmm. What else? True. What else changed for you? Oh, my goodness. In like your own personal self yeah. or your marriage. I think I realized that I actually had to plan time for myself mm-hmm. once I had kids. That's a good Not plan. so much in marriage because, you know, typically you mm-hmm. each work outside the home at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, you each probably still have a lot of your activities you brought into marriage that you still do. Your friend group and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But once you have that new time constraint of a child especially as a mom who needs you, um, whether you stay home the whole time or not. Like that management, like I had to actually choose, I need to go for a walk with Ashley. Mm -hmm. I am going to leave for 45 minutes, no matter if all hell breaks loose. And I remember coming home um, from that first child. My husband has, man, he's a super dad at this Mm -hmm. point. But with the first child, and he would look like he had run a marathon. Mm -hmm. And our house was like strewn with toys. And just, it was like, I'm like, how could all this happen How in 45 minutes? I've been gone. I know. I'm like, like, this doesn't happen when I'm home. Why does this look like that? But I started to realize it didn't matter because he was giving me the time I asked for. That's right. And I was carving it out. And mm-hmm. so, like, you have to choose that you're important enough. That's right. And that's something that's not talked that. about a whole lot, too. That's true. You know, like, you have to have a friend who's honest enough yeah. to say, I get my hair cut every yeah. two weeks just because it's my time. 
Yes, it's quiet. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I love the blow dryer on my head. It makes me so relaxed. Oh, no, the hair washing. It's like yes. a massage. Oh, yes. yes. It's lovely. Yes, yes, yes. It's lovely. Another thing I was thinking about was um, I remember going through a phase, and I don't know if you went through this, but I went through a phase with after my second child, I um, had some postpartum issues, and I became very codependent on my husband and um, a couple of other people as much as I could. Like, I, I went from being self-reliant mm-hmm. and to just very codependent where I just, I wasn't functioning well. And I remember walking through that through counseling and walking that out, and I was like, there's a balance between needing help, and that's okay to say, hey, mm-hmm. could you watch my kids once a week for an hour while I go do X, whatever. Um, and then just trying to give my kids to somebody every other day just because I don't know how to cope, I don't know what to do, or I just really don't want to do this. I don't don't want to be a mom. So that was interesting Mm -hmm. because I didn't see my mom go through that. I'm sure she had those feelings, but I didn't see her walk that out or ever voice it. And I didn't really know anybody else at the time. Yeah. So when I hear you say that, it's like it's not so much like this is – something that changed for me. It's more mm-hmm. like an expectation that I didn't get met. Mm-hmm. Like, before you had kids, you didn't expect right that feeling right. or that, you know, emotional dynamic. Right. And then here I am, you know, postpartum, post-baby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, this is just how I feel. This is yeah. just how it is. It is. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. then once I, I walked out the healing from that, I started to, like, I had to notice the indicators. That's because good. I've noticed even when you walk out of healing in something, there can still be, mm-hmm. what do you want to call it? Like almost a, a cyclical season that comes back up mm-hmm. where those things pop back up and you're like, no, mm-hmm. that's not the truth, but I yeah. know the feelings. But anyway, it's just knowing, hey, it's okay. I need help this season that's because good. we're starting a new business. And once a week, I need help for three hours while I do the finances. Mm-hmm. You know, versus, nope, I'm just out again. Yeah. I don't want to do this. So mm-hmm. I think that's so interesting. That is. Because it's okay to need help. It is. And I think, you know, I think God will instrumentally put people mm-hmm. in your life mm-hmm. and the times and seasons that mm-hmm. you need them. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. We're just getting a little <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so God will put those people in your life yeah. when you need them. And so I think it's also, in part, those are things that you need to discern. Yeah. That, yeah. okay, is this is a Very time good. for me to lean in and rely mm-hmm. a little extra mm-hmm. You know that I need someone to help pick right. me up, or do you kind of feel that tugging the Holy Spirit saying, "Okay, mm-hmm. it's, it's time for you to get strong on mm-hmm. your own two feet again mm-hmm. and just start walking this alone"? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we need to be very careful. Like, yeah. are we not leaning when we, we should do. be, or are we, we leaning do. too much? And that's where having a good, um, a couple good friends, Absolutely. a couple good girlfriends, yeah. talking to your husband because he's mm-hmm. always going to know. But that girlfriend, if she's been through some life with you, she knows your red flags. Right. Let's face it. We we just right. get we understand. We get so <laughs> if you trust her, you ask her. Yes. Is this a red flag or you think this is real? Mm-hmm. And let her balance that out while you're praying. That's true. You know, Very ask good. for help. What's another one for you? Very good. I think a positive change is that good. I could identify. <laughs> um, I would say a change as a couple for my husband. Yeah. As a couple for mm-hmm. my husband and I. So we honestly didn't spend that much time married before kids. So we were married in September, and by that <laughs> following May, we found out that we were pregnant yeah. with my son. And so our first year anniversary, actually, I was pregnant, and we were moving oh. into our first home. I remember sitting on the stairs, watching everyone carrying up boxes, kind of dictating where to go, mm-hmm. and 
we just had children right away. And mm -hmm. so there really wasn't that much time. Um, yeah. But I think something that did happen by us having children right away was it forced us to become more spiritually mature, mm. both individually mm. and as a couple. I think when you are, when you already have a biblical foundation right. and you become parents, I think you automatically, most of the time, you just surrender, raise your hands up to God and say, take load, lead me, direct mm -hmm. me. And I think it mm -hmm. helped us really establish things. And I really especially saw my husband, not that he wasn't already spiritually mature, but I really saw him establish himself as the spiritual head of our household. Mm -hmm. And it really just, things just fell into order when we had mm -hmm. our son. So mm -hmm. I would say that's one positive thing. That's what a good you? thing. Do you yeah. have any positive No, changes? I do. I think the one of them was um, getting a perspective on dreams. Like I feel like, mm -hmm. got married, okay, great. You know, we have these dreams, but we have all the time in the world. Yeah. But then you have a child and you start to realize like there, there are finite years. So there are some really crucial years of their, their growth. But then there's also these years where you're either just gonna kind of get lulled into right. the routine Mm -hmm. Or you're going to dream, and you're going to take that dream. Mm -hmm. And so, actually, one of the, the dreams that happened was dream on for my mm -hmm. husband and I, and and then Ashley and her husband. But that that like okay, like if this is really something we've had on our hearts for years, and we feel like the Lord has an open door, you have to make the decision because you only have so much time in the day. That's like true. what really matters. Mm -hmm. And so that perspective that was a positive thing because I started to realize there are seasons for dreams. Mm -hmm. And so some dreams as a mom, they are going to be put on hold. Right. Some dreams so aren't. True. But decide what the perspective is. Like, just don't wait. My husband and I, we talk about, we do not want to go 10 years down the road and still be talking about going to Brazil. Right. But we never did it. Right. Even though the season could have been okay. Like, mm -hmm. if you feel like the season's okay, you need to really put yeah. some effort into it. Absolutely. So things like that, that was really a positive because I think otherwise I would have just kind of stayed in the wheel of That's working, making more money. That's good. Um, just kind of like living the dream, but that really wasn't my yeah. dream. I think kids make you be forward thinkers yes. because you're always thinking about tomorrow. Mm -hmm. You're always thinking about what's next, mm -hmm. which is a blessing and a curse right. when it comes to thinking that way. Right. But I think in this sense, right. it pushes you forward, mm -hmm. like you said. Mm -hmm. That's good. Any other changes? No. I think that yeah. those are my my most important ones as we were talking about this. You know, we've had past um, talks on this topic, but I think mm -hmm. like this one's a little bit different because we've taken some time. Um, this summer has been jam-packed. And so we've really just taken some time yeah. and we've lived some life, yeah. gone through some experiences. Mm -hmm. um, and Ashley is having a third grader. Right? Yes. I thought and you so were... She, she is not like no. making like birth announcement. I'm like, no, she's I'm not. not. <laughs> That'd be horrible. No, she's not pregnant. No, Sorry, no, no. Luann, if you're listening, her mother-in-law. No. Anyways, though, but like you're you're going to this new season, and yes. so I've kind of watched us. Like our girls are going into kindergarten, yeah. and just that process. Like we're in a different time now. Our kids aren't tiny. Than when we were when yeah. we both had babysitting. It's on just our lap. so interesting. Yeah. So we're excited to keep going over yes. these. Let's seem like old topics, but they really aren't. Because no. as women, we're continuing. We're always evolving, and we always. think we're always learning new lessons yes. to add to these old lessons. Yes. yes. So we just kind of wanted to end it tonight with just mm -hmm. a little bit of scripture. So when Please. we're talking about change, oftentimes any type of change we're going through, whether it's like a life change, mm -hmm. whether it's a life crisis, or just kind of those personal changes mm -hmm. that we've been talking about right. tonight, often it triggers 
confusion, uncertainty, and anxiety. And so we just wanted to give you a couple verses on anxiety that you can tuck away and take with you. So if you're struggling with the changes of motherhood, maybe just going through like womenly changes, changes yeah. in your marriage, season changes mm -hmm. in your spiritual walk or in your household, these are some life verses for you. And a life verse is just something that you can take with right. you that's practical, that right. you can apply to mm -hmm. your life and speak hope, faith, and the mm -hmm. word of God into your yes. situation. And so a verse for you is Isaiah 41.10. Isaiah 41.10, you know it, you've heard it. Mm -hmm. says, so do not fear for I am with you. Do not be dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you, I will help uphold you, and I will, I'm sorry, I will strengthen you, I will help you, and I will uphold you mm -hmm. with my right hand. Mm -hmm. And I love that so much because it just reminds me that no matter what I'm walking through, mm -hmm. God's right there. Like just mm -hmm. visually picture him, mm -hmm. he's holding your hand side mm -hmm. by side. I love Matthew 6, 27 when we're talking about anxiety because mm -hmm. it says, can any one of you <laughs> by worrying add a single day to your life? Right. And it's kind of like a, right. well, duh. Okay. <laughs> and it's kind of like, well, no, so I should probably stop worrying. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. So thank you guys so much for watching, watching this or for listening with us yeah. tonight. Um, we just pray, Hannah and I's prayer with yes. doing all of our videos or mm -hmm. our podcasts, whichever way you are listening to us, wherever you are, mm -hmm. it's just that you have a touch from the Lord, that yes. you have an experience. And this was a seed that was just sown inside your soul and inside your spirit and speaks to your situation of whatever mm -hmm. you're going through. So right now we're going to pray for you. Jesus, we ask that you would release the angels into every single woman's listening, into their environment, their atmosphere, and their situation just the fruits of the spirit father god would be edified would be um given exhorted out of their lives and that like ashley was just talking about anxiety that you would gather them up in your hands god you would garrison their hearts and that the peace that surpasses understanding would guard their hearts and minds through christ jesus and that's in philippians and so we speak life into your situation and know that we are here we would love to pray for you we would love to talk to you if you ever want conversation on any of these topics that we discuss and we know that you are more than overcomers. Yes. Amen. Have a wonderful Have a good week. Night. <laughs>